Welcome to Witch Yes, a podcast for casual conjurings, witches in training, and the little bit of food at the corner of your mustache. I'm Alicia Herter. And I'm Tara Keck. And I will remove this for you now. Thank you for telling me. Oh, can I have it? Oh. I didn't eat lunch. Oh. Oh. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) On today's episode, Ostara, witches in the news, and a glamorizing enchantment. Ooh. Ooh. Spooky, mysterious, sexy. Yes. I like that. I like that a lot. Mama? I'm chilling, straight chilling, dude. Mm-hmm. I watched a really good documentary though called Crip Camp on Netflix. Yeah. It was in Sundance 2020 and it was produced by it was executive produced by the Obamas. So, mm-hmm. you know, we got that good good money in there. It was so good because it talked about this camp in upstate New York like back in the 70s where like disabled and handicapped people could just go and hang out for the summer and it was just totally liberating like one of those like almost like hippy dippy kind of camps and there would be like attendants so people would be taken care of while they were there but they were able to have like freeform discussions and it actually led to a bunch of the disability rights movements that happened decades afterwards from wow. those same people who went to that camp oh that's fascinating and it was just so cool to see and it was just it's just so crazy too like how much the government for the longest time didn't want any like disability rights or thought it was too expensive to completely overhaul things and Mm -hmm. add in ramps or they had this whole idea for a while of uh, separate but equal. Very like, you know, back in the day. But of like, oh, what if there's just one school where all the handicapped kids go to in the district? Like every school has to have like that one elementary school or something where they all go. And it was just like, Oh, no. No, we want we're, – we're the same. We want to be in the same classes. We want to be, like, involved. We don't want to be further further othered. And also, like, guarantee that those, um, like, what would be called some sort of specialized education, some sort of specialized school is not as well-funded, is not as well taken care of. And also, like, you know, who knows what kind of um, accessibilities those have when you have to, like, take care of, like, so many different kinds of people. Yeah. That, like, it seems – Further othering, like, people of any kind of differences actively against what we should be doing. And the doc is very funny, very smart, very informative. Highly recommend. It's, like, two hours. So, you know, it's it's not too long. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So very good. That's my recommendation. Like, accessibility is such a big discussion now, like, talking about, like, Zoom and schooling. And people are so, like like tense about talking about it when I'm like it doesn't make the problem go away just because you ignore students that are struggling yeah it doesn't help anyone you're not even helping yourself like nah, whatever yeah and their whole thing is like I'm not an illness I'm a fucking person dude hey what's up hey I can have a life I can get married I can have sex like I got that shit on lock baby how are you doing what's up what's your check-in <laughs> 
dramatic. Sorry. <laughs> um, I'm okay. I'm a little sick. I'm really sorry if I sound uh, yucky. I don't have COVID. I've tried really hard to find out if I had COVID so that I could get that good, good, good. Like just like apology from society for making me work, I think is what I'm trying to say. Uh, that good, good sick day. Yeah. <laughs> Where no one will bother me. Please don't bother me. I have a um, illness that is recognized by the government. But no, I just have a cold. Bummer. Um, but besides that, um, I'm okay. I'm getting ready to leave the city for a little bit, which I'm really excited about. And while I'm away, we're going to have some really fun and exciting, what would you call them? Happenings, events. Happenings, events, shindigs. We're going to have it all, baby. We're rolling out the red car, the green carpet. Roll it. Here's It's rolling. And inside is Cleopatra and all four. Our lovely Sabat, Ostara. Yay! Which we'll also talk about in today's episode. Oh, how convenient. How smart. It's like they thought this out in advance. Who would have thought? So for Ostara, one of the things we're going to do is we're going to have a Witch Yes tree grove, which is really cute. So to celebrate the spring equinox, we have set up a Witch Yes grove through an organization called Trees for a Change. So you're talking a grove of trees, a collection of trees. A collection of trees. For you guys. Isn't that so cute? The trees will be planted in a national forest that was destroyed by wildfire, the Witch Yes trees will help restore the beauty of the forest and will thrive and grow along with our intentions for years to come. And you can contribute trees to the special grove by visiting the link in our show notes. So to donate a tree, guys, it's 10 bucks. That's it. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, all right, my Arbor Day goals set. You don't even have to think about fucking Arbor Day. You Earth are day, none. So good. You are so good to go. $10 and you get to write something. And so we're thinking that you should write what positive intention you want to put into this world for the next year. Mm-hmm. And then all of that will be sent to us. So it can be completely anonymous. You can put your name after it, whatever you want. And then for Beltane, the next Sabbat, we will burn them in your honor to put those intentions into the atmosphere. It has a smoky pyre. It will be amazing. Blocking out the sun. It will be so, so good. So please donate to our Witch Yes Grove. It's going to be so cute. And, you know, it's in a national forest fire that was destroyed by wild. National forest fire. It was a national, nationwide. Forest fire. Gone. Everything. <laughs> <laughs> No, so it's in a national forest that was destroyed by wildfire in California, which they got a lot of fires. So they could really, really use some trees. It'll be such good vibes, such good energy. And you know that you're spending $10 to put something amazing back into the world because climate change is real. And this is something to help with that. Yes. Easy. And it was really wonderful. Um, uh, Baby producer Marcel um, was talking with Trees for Change and... um, they said that this is like exactly the kind of thing that they're looking for. The chief of trees the chief- <laughs> told us that this is exactly what they were looking for. Her title is chief of trees, which if that's not cool, there is no such thing as cool. Yeah, I'm I'm a fucking loser if that is not the coolest shit I've ever seen. That is amazing. What a title. What a woman. We also have a bunch of fun, like, special Instagram things going on um, in the week leading up to Ostara, which is going to then sort of reach its climax. 
are super fun, very exciting, live Ostara ritual on Discord, Saturday, March 20th. You asked, we listened. It's going to be at 3 p.m. so that you can put your children down for a little nap after sneaky snack time. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central, and then noon Pacific. In mountain time, you're somewhere in there. Somewhere in the We law. just don't know. It gets confusing, honestly. I get lost in the mountains. I get lost. I'm yeah. afraid of becoming a wife. <laughs> so... um, if you don't know, we have a Discord. It's a special Witch Yes Discord. We're going to be um, on camera doing this ritual. Um, your comfort level is our con- is like our main concern. So I have uh, materials that I'm going to be using that you're also welcome to do the ritual along with us. But of course, you can just watch. You can be on camera. You can be off camera. But we will be asking um, for you to give us some sort of... Um, intention or thing to banish going forward as we progress into a period of light. So the things that you're going to need, here you go, get out your little pen and paper, I'll wait. I'm ready. Oh, she's ready. She's already got it together. Okay, so you're going to need a black candle. Gorgeous. A white candle. Ooh, the dichotomy. I know. Ooh. Yin and yang in this house. So some water. There's going to be a new moon the weekend before, so you can, of course, you know, Charge it up. Charge it up. Jazz it up. Um, A piece of paper, something to write with. An egg. An egg. This is important. That's important. Salt. Salt. Rosemary. Rosemary. And then um, something to hold the water because you're going to need to put the water in something. Unless you're a waterbender. Unless you're a waterbender or you chose the ocean as your thing for water. So um, if you still want to participate but can't get a hold of these materials, like I said... Um, It's basically a mass intention cleansing ritual. Um, And then we're going to burn the intentions for For the grove of trees. For the grove of trees afterwards for Beltane. So you're welcome to share your intentions either in the video, over voice chat, or just in the chat on Discord. We're not recording this event right now um, because I think it's really important for the energy of that time of us being together to be sort of sacred. So. I'm really excited about it. This is the first time that we're doing anything like this. So I really hope you guys show up. If not, Mallory will be there. (laughs) I mean, she got pencil it in now. We got to send her that Google Calendar reminder. We do, yeah. (laughs) Any questions? Got any questions, guys? Yeah, they're all like, what the fuck is Ostara? Oh. Oh. Well. Let's get into it, baby. Alicia. I'm going. What the fuck is this? This year's Ostara is on Saturday, March 20th. Ostara is the vernal equinox, i.e. the spring equinox, celebrated when day and night are in balance with each other. Isn't that kind of romantic? It's very romantic. So you know the longest day of the year, the shortest day of the year. This is the middlest day of the year. (laughs) One of two. There's one in the spring and one in the fall. So in case you just needed more help grasping what I'm trying to say. This day also marks that more light is yet to come, so Ostara becomes a time of new beginnings and to set intentions for how you will want the rest of your year to unfold before you. I love that. I I love um, marking on my to-do list what I should be focusing on moving into new seasons because my life is chaos, and as Erica has said, time is meaningless. That's true. So important factors of Ostara include light, fertility, growth, and balance. Light is the symbol of consciousness and fresh beginnings. 
something like that line, after darkness, there is always light. Literally, metaphorically, light is important in every aspect for Ostara. Fertility. Ostara is about the act of creation. To fully embrace this concept, you do not have to be like, yes, this is the time for me to have the baby. Oh, thank God. But you can if you want, you know, whatever. We don't care. Okay, I like Joyce. Exactly. But that baby would become a Sagittarius or a Capricorn, and we really don't need any more of those. So I would just say, you know, just think about it. Just think about it. My dad is enough. Yeah, I mean, he's great. He's pretty great. You can think of this more as planting the seed for what you want to take off this year or even further down the line in your future. For example, you hate your job and you want to switch careers. This is the time for you to say, wow, I hate my job. I hate everyone I work with. Oh, I would be much better off becoming an immigration rights attorney. And then you got to buy those thick ass books to help you study for the bar exam. Not the bar exam. You got to get in first. LSAT. Oh, you got to study for the LSAT. First, you have Still, to watch Legally Blonde. Legally Blonde, all of Law and Order SVU. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry I interrupted you. I don't think that has anything to do. Law and Order SVU has nothing to do with immigration rights. So you need to look up what movies you even need to be watching about your career. And of course, start looking at good law programs to apply for. This is where you can start envisioning the pathway to your success and goals. Another aspect, growth. I'm the, growing. You're oh, growing. I'm expanding. Just out. Because I am, I am very pregnant now because you told me this is about fertility. Fertility and light. This is the time for growth to start taking off. Like the flowers blossoming in your perfect neighbor's front yard, you too can start to bloom. Create your action plan towards what you want, baby witch. Recognize and begin to dispel the negative aspects of your life that you want to get rid of. And then, of course, balance. Finding balance between your light self and your dark self. This sounds hard, and it is a little. You know, it should be a little hard. But this is the time to ruminate on things that are difficult so that they cannot control you in the future. Think of how you can better nourish and sustain yourself in the following areas. Relationships. How's your relationship with your parents, your significant other, your friends? (laughs) You got a lot of work to do, Tara. (laughs) I need... (laughs) You got to sit down and do some thinking. Some of these relationships are difficult to fix, so make sure that you are doing what's in your control. Like, I miss my friends dearly. So maybe this is the time you set up a group Zoom call or figure out a way to meet up with a few of them so that you can kiss their little whiskery faces because all my friends are cats. (laughs) They're great, though, and I do miss them. Work and finances. We hate that job, right? We know you do. Make your action plan to get out of it. Are you broke? Bitch, get a job. Like, unless you're getting those good, good unemployment benefits, because no judgment there, honestly. But make sure you're still casually perusing what you want to do when the government pushes us out of the nest like my mom did when I was 18. Do you, I'm very curious about this. Yes. Um, attached to work and finances. I'm very curious to see there was a mass exodus of um, New York City at the very beginning of the pandemic. Because mm-hmm. businesses, people were losing their jobs. Like people couldn't open um, Broadway, uh, whole portions went of the workforce went online and they didn't need to pay like expensive New York City rents. I wonder if there will be a second exodus of people that are so fucking exhausted working their shit job that kept them around during the pandemic and treated them poorly because what you 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 want to lose your job? Like you want to quit? Like I'm not going to fire you. So like that I'm very interested to see 
if there is a a second sort of uh, job loss of people leaving on purpose. Do it. Fuck your boss. Fuck. Don't fuck your boss. Unless they're hot. Unless they're hot. Unless yes, they're hot. baby there witches. There you go. But yeah, do whatever you got to do for yourself, you know? Mm-hmm. If you're like, this is not good for my mental health, figure out your plan to get out. Mm-hmm. And that grind, I'm not about that grind lately. You're just out of the grind. I'm very much, I'm in the sand. <laughs> I'm off the grind and I'm off the ground and I'm plummeting into the abyss. <laughs> No, I'm sorry. No. Pause the energy. This is quick sand. All quick sand. Yeah, yeah. Keep it up. Keep it light. Action plans, you guys. All right, health. Start thinking about your body, hottie. Do you have the cute COVID weight gain? That's fine. Just chill. Just make sure you're giving your body nourishing foods and not just donut holes every day, unless they're the chocolate ones, because those are really good, but you should pull it back three times a week, not seven times a week. That's every day. Seven times a week is every day. That's wow. a lot of days. That's a lot of days. But donuts, they're so small. They're very small. But you eat 10. I can't finish a whole donut, but I can finish 10 donut holes. Right? Which I feel like- How does that work? Would make at least more than one whole donut. That'd be like four donuts. Yeah. It makes no sense. Think about what type of food you are eating. What's in your food? What chemicals could be in your food? Should you just eat a banana? You should eat a banana. Should you? Question. Quick, quick cue. Should you just eat a banana? Just eat some fruit. Have you, do you need some water? Yeah, it's easy. Think about moving your body every day. No, you heard me right, Caitlin. Every day, move your body. I'm not saying go to the gym every day because that's some luxury the Kardashians have. But if you work, use your 30-minute lunch break, your 30-minute, remind you, unpaid lunch break to do something for yourself and go take a walk. Or even 15 minutes of your 30-minute lunch break. Maybe take a moment to stand while you're at your desk. There are ways you can be moving even if you are at work for the whole day. And what is a, what was Alicia's uh, New Year's resolution? Be better. Not that like you have to be this big better, but to just be better every day. Moving a little bit more every day. Having another glass of water every day. Perfect. Yeah, I had the best New Year's resolution, guys. We're doing so good out here. If your job is actually very physically intensive or even mildly so, make sure you're giving your body enough breaks. Stretch, sit down every once in a while. Make sure to lift with your butt, not your back. Very important. Extremely important. Take care of your body. Because to be honest, your workforce does not care about your body. So you need to be your body's advocate. Yes. All the time. Your body cannot advocate for herself. No. She needs you to use your voice. Spirituality and meaning. Baby, how is your soul? Is it being nourished? Or are you constantly having panic attacks about how life is meaningless and we're all random chaos wielders slowly destroying the earth? If it's the latter, think of ways to mitigate that chaos. Pick up trash in your neighborhood. Donate a tree to the Witch Yes Grove. Do something for the earth. You can also be on the other spectrum where you're so scared of God's wrath that it's constricting what you want to do. Like, don't murder anyone, of course, but you can touch your pee-pee. You can masturbate. It's okay. Please touch your pee-pee. Just don't touch anyone else's. Only yours. Without consent. Exactly. Nothing bad will happen if you do it. In fact, it might be delightful. And last one, play and rest. Are you having fun? Are you having too much fun? (laughs) I personally... Don't think there's anything called too much fun, but make sure you're not going to those secret COVID ragers in West Hollywood night after night after night. Take 
a night off or two, maybe even three. Let's go crazy. Treat yourself. Go crazy four nights a week, three nights a week. Pull it back a little bit. Go to bed by 11. Easy. Your body and your hangover will thank you for it. This seems to be very much about like recognizing your extremes, Mm -hmm. like the ways where like we're coming sort of out of a period of darkness where maybe in the darkness like you've grown or shifted in ways that maybe you're not necessarily aware of and recognizing that looking at yourself and then sort of evening yourself out Mm -hmm. you can be your best self yeah you can that's and star wants you to think about how you can do that and your best self you know is really about your best self you're not trying to be the best you know tammy unless that's your name like don't compare yourself to other people is what i'm saying like i mean you will never be cooler than tammy cat she has bangs and she's had bangs for a long time and she's looked great okay so Ostara's here. We're excited. It's coming. How did we get here? So first, we should figure out how to say this goddess's name. This is how you're going to say it. Istra or Ustra, Anglo-Saxon. Istra or Ustra, Anglo-Saxon. I don't think you have to say that whole thing. It's not a agua caliente hot water situation. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I'm going to go with Ostra. Ostra. So who is Ostra and what's her deal? And I don't want to harp too much on this because most of our Patreon questions were about what kind of food you're going to have at your brunch. I like history. You like history? Okay, so welcome to the history. This is for me. So here's something that I find really fascinating about modern paganism. Come back. We're going back in a time machine. The Roman Empire adopted Christianity as its state religion in 380 A.D., After centuries of persecution, and when I say persecution, you should read horrific bloodbaths. Excellent. The Christians, having been on the defensive this whole time, bending for their their fucking lives, find themselves in a position of power, and they immediately go on the offensive. And for them, that means banning all forms of pagan worship, storming festivals, tearing down temples. Like up to this point, a lot of the Roman Empire had been sort of we are going to conquer you, but we're going to bring you into our fold and you can do whatever you want as long as you like send taxes to the emperor and that yeah. kind of shit and fight in our wars. Then over the next millennia, Europe was slowly Christianized up until the 1500s. Practically all of Europe answered to the Pope at that point. Now, the Catholic Church has been banning this and banning that over the past like 120 years. That's not true. 1200 years 120 <laughs> years just, a, just for five minutes really just for like two seconds yeah um but no over sort of like a, a vast period of time um they've been like you can't do that you can't do that and if you know anything about human psychology if you've listened to shadow to shadow work um once you call anything forbidden if you call it restricted if you call it off limits people really want to do it mm-hmm. that makes sense And also, you can't tell people not to feast, and most holidays are really about just, like, getting together and being with your family, which is why I think we'll never get rid of Thanksgiving, no matter how many times we talk about how awful Native people have been treated in this country and continue to be treated. I do love eating food. So the church figured out this tactic pretty early on, that if you take all the things that make up what's fun or, like, emotionally valuable about a tradition in a community, feasts, singing, gifts, family, getting together, and absorb them, people will happily convert. That's how we got Christmas. Mmm, sneaky. So some modern pagans have said, okay, I recognize that Christianity has done this. I don't feel connected to this structure with, like, this big, strong man at the top. I want to feel connected to something more true to my ancestors. 
And they've been sifting through all of this muck and all this sort of layering of doctrine to try to find something that's like a core belief. Like what's the little tiny little nugget of gold in sort of all of this uh, teaching and all of this um, like historical suppression? Which leads me to the thing that I find really fascinating. We're there. We're there now. Is that so much of modern paganism is just best guesses and that gets to be okay. Because you're not going to find, it's almost impossible to find anything written down. And so Ostra is one of these best guesses and we're a fan. I love it. So Ostra, she's the goddess of the dong, wakey wakey, tofu eggs and bakey. Woo. She is here. It is, what's, what's tomorrow? When does the sun come up? Satellite. The sun will come out tomorrow. Wow. Exactly. Six twenty-five a.m. Tomorrow there'll be sun. She's often depicted as a maiden wearing white with long hair. I imagine she's very visually based off of like a Persephone archetype. Okay. Also, if summer is the mother and fall and winter is the crone, spring is the maiden and sort of our triad of things that women are allowed to be in mythology. <laughs> So she first shows up in a writing in the 8th century by a monk called the Venerable. I heard several different pronunciations. Bede, bead. I'm going to go with beady because it's kind of cute. It's cutie. I like beady. Also, he's just an old man. So our 8th century monk beady is on uh, sort of writing about the topic of this festival being held in Ostra's honor in, um, in North Umbra. There is no other mention of her. Spooky. Until 1830. There we go. Comeback. That's I love when, a comeback story. Yes, exactly. Which I can only imagine is um, either everything that was written about her destroyed or it was told entirely by word of mouth. Makes sense. And the mention that, that she gets is entirely in reference to where the hell the Easter Bunny came from. Finally. And so here's the tea on the Easter Bunny. There's two versions of this classic Ostara tale. Ostra either sees a bird whose wings have frozen from the cold of winter, takes pity on it, and turns it into a rabbit, and that's why the Easter bunny lays eggs. Whoa. Or. Okay. Ostra, here she goes. She, she's coming out with all of her sort of goddess of the dawn glamour, lighting up the morning dew and waking up daffodils, and she sees this bird. Or rather, she sees this bird's beautiful eggs, dazzling, colorful, vibrant, far more vibrant than anything she could possibly make. And it drives her crazy. Well, I like this. So she gets so envious that she decides to turn the bird into a rabbit. Okay, that's rude. To punish it. That is a punishment, I will say. But you see, oh, so she's been doing some shadow work. So she knows when she's fucked up. She's like had this emotional response and then comes back and feels really guilty about it. And then decides, she's like, I guess I'll make it so that this little rabbit can still make those beautiful eggs. But my question is, why didn't you just turn it back into a bird? Because it did have a home and a bird family that's probably looking for it. Yeah, I like these two, like either Ostra's so nice and she cares so much or she's this envious bitch and I'm going to turn you into (laughs) a fucking rabbit that makes eggs and you'll be ostracized by everyone because you are neither rabbit nor bird. (laughs) Freak. Freak. (laughs) Loser. (laughs) Now, this tale has been told over and over again, evolving over the past, like, almost 200 years, citing this text, citing that text. But if you go back to the original source of this folktale in the academic work of Adolf Holtzman, he says, 
Webrigan ish doctor Hassan ein Vogel Gewischen, da er ear legged, which says, by the way, the hare must once have been a bird because it lays eggs. What does that mean? He's like, you fucking idiots. Do you not understand? I see the connection. I see the link. (laughs) So this means that, yes, um, it's possible that the hare was once a bird and it got turned into a hare by magical means. Or this could also mean that in the original story, the part of Easter animal was played by bird, but marketing decided that bunnies were more on brand, so we decided to change up the casting a bit, but didn't edit the script. Man, birds never get enough credit for anything. They don't. They're just minding their own business, eating the bugs. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No one cares. Singing beautiful songs. Beautiful songs. And you know what? <coughs> That's all. No, I'm kidding. And seasonally, there's some old man that's angry about their presence. I feel like every spring people are like, ugh, the birds. And I'm like, the birds. I love the birds today. I heard them on my walk. They were great. They Mm -hmm. were all out. It was fucking like Sunday school choir. (laughs) Loved it. Singing this little light of mine. So here's some other fun sort of Ostra facts. Some scholars draw lines between Ostra and the Scandinavian goddess Edom or Etham or Itham. Or Edom. Yudun. People are going to I don't know how to me. say her name. Yeah. Um, there's a fun little character in there that I can't tell the difference between. Um, it looks like a little O thing on it. Anyway, so she's the keeper of apples. I'm going to call her Eden, and then you can correct me later. That's so gorgeous. Eden carries around this ash wood box with her everywhere, and it contains apples that the gods eat to keep themselves young. Oh, that's the secret. <laughs> apple a day. An apple a day. Loki who's like the trickster god, Mm -hmm. is forced by the giant who, I also can't pronounce this name, I'm going to call him Pajazzi because that's what it looks like, but it's probably something else. So Pajazzi comes to Loki, um, they have sort of an altercation, and he's forced to lure Eden out of Asgard to be captured by Pajazzi for presumably raping, and also maybe he wanted his hands on these apples. apples. Yeah, the best apple pie. Who wouldn't want... To live forever. Young. (laughs) To live forever young. Right? That's like, to live forever when you're old is kind of like... Whatever. Yeah. People want to take away all my gold and all my riches waiting for me to die. Got to keep that inheritance intact. So with Eden gone, the gods begin to wither. They're getting old. Loki is, quote, arrested? Arrested by the god police? And I guess once he gets to god court... He tells the god judge and like the god bailiff that if Freya will lend him the power to transform into a falcon, he'll go and collect Eden. Now, our jazzy guy Pajazzi um, chases after Loki in the form of an eagle into Asgard, where he is murdered by what I assume are just a bunch of dusty old gods at this point. And it says, in quotes, and this killing is greatly renowned. I so, guess we did not like Pajazzi. No. Um, my other fun fact is that um, not specifically Ostra, but Ostara related. Um, 343 Ostara is an 18-kilometer wide asteroid in the asteroid belt. And if you go to inthesky.org, it says that you can see it. You can share your location and then figure out where in the sky it is at any given time. And it'll tell you when it'll come above the horizon, what's closest to it. And oh, you can do that cool. for any kind of like astronomical event. Ooh. So it's like a really fun thing. It doesn't tell you if you need a telescope. I assume you do. 
because it is an asteroid very far away. How poetic would it be if that's the one that hits us? Oh. Begin anew. Isn't that gorgeous? Yes. Bring the dawn. Bring the dawn. Armageddon. What's that What's that movie um, with Chanticleer? Do you remember? Is it Rockadoodle? I don't know. Did you ever watch Rockadoodle? No. Oh my gosh. It's basically like um, this rooster who his whole life he said that he like brings the sun and then one day he sleeps in. He's like on a farm and um, the sun comes up anyway and all the farm animals turn against him. And um, he Oh, runs I would away. too. He's a liar. He's a liar. He's a sham. He's a charlatan. Yeah. He runs away to the city, but then there's like sort of this... Um, it's either some kind of rainstorm, owl situation where it's like they enter a period of darkness at the farm. And so this little cat, this little tiny kitty cat, kitten, has to go and find Chanticleer um, in the big oh. city and bring him back so that he can bring back the dawn. That's adorable. And there's like uh, this scene where he goes, Chanticleer, Chanticleer. He's like looking for him. Oh, It's very cute. Oh, very I scary. like that. Very scary. Well, the owl is very scary. Yeah, that makes sense. They are um, big. So since, you know, the this spring equinox and Ostara um, is, a you know, not necessarily a thing that just happens in Europe, happens mm-hmm. all over the world. How are ways that um, other cultures celebrate this time of the year? Here we go, baby. The green man comes out. Oh, no. Is he here? Not yet, but he might be. So I was kind of like, who the fuck is this green man? And I bet you might be, too. I am. But you have 100% seen this man around. Literally, this is like a milk carton case where it's like, have you seen this person? And you're like, oh, my God, I have. What? So this is that random ass face that is around garden centers or weird community murals, like the ones where they have those elementary schools, like make them and they say it's art. Mm-hmm. It's not art. <laughs> it's it's, it's child crafts. Labor. It's crafts. But it's like that face. And it looks like it's just a face and it looks like it's blowing wind. Oh, with like the pursed lips. That's the green man. That's the green man. Yeah. Hidden in like all types of woo woo community artwork. Oh, fascinating. Yeah. Some of the green men you may have seen have vines coming out of their noses or tendrils around the eyes. Some of them look like their faces are in perpetual wind blowing state. Like they are just going. That's what they look like they're doing. Oh, no. That's why I was like, green? I have never seen one who was green. I've never. That's this, false So it's the biggest lie. It is. Honestly. There's Trump and the election, and then there's the green man <laughs> being green. It's ridiculous. The green man is a symbol of growth, fertility, and abundance, which is why he hangs out in so many gardens. And then here are other ways different countries celebrate Ostara. In Switzerland, they build a snowman. They burn a snowman. Oh, no. Yep. So it's still really fucking cold there during Ostara. So this is more of a middle finger to the really, really cold weather. They also usually have fireworks for like a little extra flare as well. But that snowman, dead. Good night. Good night. And good luck. In Poland, straw dolls called marzanas are used to mark the end of winter. Another cold place, the Poles have had it with winter. So they throw these dolls into the river to drown them. Oh my god. And there's a little more like pomp and circumstance these days, a parade for all of the Marzanas before they meet their murder in mass. Oh, that's kind of cute. It's cute. You see the Marzanas going, these little straw guys going around, and then you're like, I bid you well. 
May the afterlife suit you best. And they're like, afterlife? Where are we going? Where are we going? Oh, no. I am just strong. I thought I was going to come back later, hang out. (laughs) (laughs) No? Okay. No. In Japan, Ostara in the spring equinox is a week-long festival. Of course, those beautiful cherry blossom trees are in bloom during that time, and this loveliness promotes family reunions and celebrating the lives of those that came before them. On the equinox, the Japanese will visit the graves of their ancestors and clean them up a bit, giving them fresh flowers and decorating the graves out of respect and appreciation. And then this craziest, wildest one in Gloucestershire, England, which I was thinking about earlier today. I was like, it's so weird that so many people from the U.S. are English, but we are so lazy when we talk that the word Gloucestershire is it like uses your whole mouth. And I don't have to use my whole mouth to make many words. I'm trying to think of a word. Worcestershire. I don't try. I try not to say that word. I try. Worcestershire. I think I go out of my way to say it wrong because then everyone's like, ah, and I'm like, yes, I'm funny. I, I know how to say I that do. word. <laughs> Definitely. Don't ask me to do it again. Nope. Once enough. So these English motherfuckers roll a wheel of cheese down a hill. They do not. Oh, my God. Like burning a snowman is pretty bizarre, but cheese. So this is called the Cooper's Hill Cheese Rolling and Wake. I and don't know wake. what the wake part is. <laughs> this dead, nasty, muddy cheese. No one knows exactly how this cheese rolling started, but it either was to appease the gods or something to do with farming rights. Farming rights? Agriculture rights. Fuck the government. I'm going to roll this cheese at you. I don't know. The Brits make no sense. They don't. And I... You know, sometimes I cannot understand them, like emotionally or verbally. Yeah, like the Boston Tea Party. We're just like, we just threw tea. We're like, fuck you guys. And we throw tea in the ocean. Like, big whoop, guys. Come on. Come on. You just threw tea. I mean, oh, shame on you. But (laughs) the cheese that is rolled is called the double Gloucester cheese. The the, um, Gloucester. No. Gloucester. The glue sister. The double glue sisters, like the scissor sisters. Yeah. Cheese. So it's in a hard round wheel because no one wants to actually damage the cheese. Oh my God, this whole time I was like, this cheese. No, back in the day, it was ruined. Now they go out of their way to protect the cheese because that's wasteful. Okay. However, people have gotten hurt in the past though because it's not cheese coming at you, it's this like barrel of cheese (laughs) coming straight at you down this hill. But, you know, who cares as long as the cheese is okay. And if little Timothy broke all his bones, like, we didn't care about him. It's fine. We named him Timothy. He wasn't going to stick around. No, no, no. They have bad luck. And now the biggest question is, how do I, baby witch Alicia, celebrate Ostara myself? Oh, you want to do this? I want to do this, and the cheese is hard, and there's not enough snow, mm-hmm. and Marzana sounds like a lot of work, because I live in New York City, and I don't know where you get straw. Where do you get? Home Depot? No. Not here. Some sort of farming expo? Yeah. I feel like Michael's would have, like, straw, but it'd be like, this is, like, you're going to weave this for, like, some sort of crafting class uh, to make, like, a little turtle or something. Yeah. Maybe I could get a bunch of cinnamon sticks or something and 
throw it into the fucking Gowanus River. I mean, it'd make it smell so much better. It might. It was it really awful might. today. <laughs> so how can you celebrate Ostara? I have written here, however you damn well please. Excellent. So there's not a lot of rules because, again, a lot of this stuff is best guesses. It's all made up. The rules don't matter. <laughs> and we are... Um, I'm sorry. This We're has all been a lie. Chaos wielders slowly destroying the earth. But if you need to feel some purpose, here's a guide. So what are we wearing? The vibe in general is pink, green, and blue, but your outfit is going to be white. Okay. Oh. So that's like the dawn coming in, like the snow um, and, and, and the darkness has is being cast away and revealed from its murky depths is you. Um, sources say to make it light and flowy, but for most of the U.S. and Canada, our weather is not really light and flowy, you know, Ostara vibes. So just, of course, stay warm. But mm -hmm. yeah, so you're going to wear white. If you have anything with rabbits, spring flowers, lambs, baby animals in general, it seems, or clovers, that would be like the perfect bit of flair to bring to your Ostara outfit. If you've been waiting to wear that flower crown that you got on Etsy... This is your time to shine, baby. Oh, my gosh. There will be so many people excited about that. Where are we going? We're going to make it like Gerald Gardner and get your ass to the woods. You got some fucking moss to sniff. Ooh. Your garden, your rooftop, the ocean at sunrise. These are all great places to be because your idea is you're trying to connect with nature. Okay? Do not go into the woods alone. If you are alone in the woods. You can go to the woods alone. Do not go to the woods alone. Are you kidding me? I've gone to the woods alone. And you escaped? Yeah. By the skin of your teeth. Because who knows what's out there? Jaguars. No. not Bears. That's the rainforest. <laughs> it's, that's also a woods. <laughs> There's they're, wood there. They're not celebrating Ostara. That's a different hemisphere. Uh, wolves. And? Wolves don't really attack people. Men alone also. I mean, that's the scariest thing out there. And they're prevalent. It's a pervasive Just bring problem. bring a knife. <laughs> Just bring the sword we talked about. It's 20... 21. I almost said 2019. I don't know when it is. Time is weird. What are we going to do when we get there? Um, so water collected on the morning of Ostara is sacred. We talked about water in our ritual. We're going to do that day. This is another great opportunity for you to get a cute little jug or like a cute little teacup and collect some water. You're not going to drink the water. Do not drink outside water. It's very dangerous. It's um, The idea is that, that this water has been touched by the first dawn of a new season and the beginning of the wheel of the year so it's like the freshest smoothest dasani water Ooh. you've ever had <sighs> alicia already touched on this but ostara is centered around fertility so all those questions that she covered would be great prompts for journaling thinking about things you want to bring into your life seeds that you're planting and sort of thinking about these as maybe psychic seeds that you're planting into your sacred space Ooh. or your vagina who knows some of you guys might hate this it's okay but mm -hmm. some of you guys might love it but it's been a really harsh winter both in political climate emotional climate 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 so you're gonna need to do some spring cleaning <sighs> i know okay so when you're cleaning a space never start from the front door Obviously, you're going to bring the dust in. But that also brings in sort of external nonsense, stuff that, you know, is standing at the edge of the barriers that you've been setting. Um, you're inviting them in by sweeping in from the outside to the inside. 
We're trying to get what's already in here out, so always sweep at least a little bit out the front door. If you are finding like clothes, appliances, books, whatever that like you don't want, that you don't want to hold on to, you're sort of giving rid of, Marie Kondoing, don't just throw them away. Donate them, free cycle them. We already have so much waste in our world and someone might really appreciate that $10 romper that you got on Shine that like is too big in the front but too little in the back. And then there's tons of sort of cleansing rituals, um, sprays, smoke cleansing. This is just, we've been collecting a little bit of dust on the insides of our hearts and it's time to wash those away. Get that crust off of me. And that phlegm. And that phlegm. So this isn't vegan, but you guys could color some eggs. That's cute. Adorable. And really like make them cute because you're really cute. Yeah, why not have a bunch of cute eggs lying around? You can decorate them as an offering to Ostara herself. You can divine with them, which we're going to learn a bit more about on Instagram. Or you can just eat them and maybe draw a sigil and then eat them. That sounds like magic. I love eggs. You want to expand on that? They're so good. No, no. I mean, they're delicious. That's really it. Of course, this is a great time to decorate your altar. If you guys, you know, are a fan of a good altar makeover, it's time to sort of brighten up your workspace with some pastels, some plants, some flowers. Like, let's get back into some of that baby animal energy. Like, when's the last time that you used pine saw, like, on your table? Like, this this guy... He is also crusty. You're crusty. Your house is crusty. And your altar could use a little bit of a spit shine. Altar home improvement. I think this is our idea that we're going to take to the shark tank. <laughs> shark- hey, sharks. Hey, sharks. Are you a nasty bitch? I mean, witch on the go? I'm just holding my tits. <laughs> She's... Just rubbing my nips. <laughs> and then Mark, what's his name? And then they're like, yes, Mark Cuban or something, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mr. Wonderful's like, well, I am Chef Wonderful. <laughs> and that is a spicy meatball. And while you're at it, let's talk about offerings. Honey, milk, eggs, basically anything you can use to make a cake. Love cake. Oh, you love cake? Let's get into our Ostara brunch. OMG. So Alicia, what's your favorite brunch like, if you could build the perfect brunch, everybody's there. We've got some some egg-type dish. Egg-type dish. Of course. In the center, as a centerpiece. In the center. We got, like, a small salad. Not too intimidating. Not too much. Not too heavy. Mm-hmm. But just a little little bit of greenery over there. Mm-hmm. We definitely got some coffee. You can have some tea if you fucking want. But, you know, at my table, we're drinking coffee. <laughs> and we're jazzed about it. Oh, we also have, like, bread. Oh, oh yeah. we love like a fresh loaf of bread. You know, I'm over here like Jesus Christ taking off bits <laughs> of bread and giving them to everyone at my table. I love it. And then there's got to be some, well, I'm like, I'm triple wielding at this scenario. Mm-hmm. So there's the coffee, there's a mimosa, and then I've got a Bloody Mary. The Bloody Mary has a pickle. Stunning. And then, of course, dessert comes out. Okay. And what's for dessert? Oh, my God. I don't even know. At this point, tiramisu, why not add more coffee to the coffee I've already had? Yes, and more alcohol. This and is more great. alcohol. Yes. This is the vibe. This is so it. you have absolutely hit it right on the head. Of Perfect. course I did. I am a great host. <laughs> she is. She's a fantastic <laughs> host. So because um, Ostra is the goddess of the dawn, she is also a resident goddess of mimosas. Oh. Mimosas. Uh, Bloody Marys. What's another one? 
Who? What? what sangria. People? Sangria. Oof. Oh, um, liqueur in coffee. Coffee liqueur. Doing Ooh. some Bailey's action. So good. Also getting on some of those sweets, lavender cakes, lemon bars, anything with sprouts if we're talking that salad. We would love sprouts. Poppy seeds, sesame seeds, sunflower seeds, in your salad, in your muffin, in your mouth. Mm. This is really interesting. So hot cross buns was mentioned several times. I didn't believe it. I thought it was maybe like some Just like... the nursery rhyme? Hot cross bun, the actual bun. I don't even know what that is. So it's like a bun, like a little roll that's got a cross on it. Oh. And it's archetype was originally actually meant to be a symbol of the four seasons in the wheel of the year that's adorable isn't it so cute it also is supposed to represent a pregnant belly which i thought was sort of interesting i don't know it's coming at all angles yeah it got cute and then it got kind of weird and fetishy (laughs) and then i'm eating that who does that make me (laughs) the dad (laughs) i'm the father i'm the daddy (laughs) and then um you guessed it Eggs, deviled eggs, eggs, eggs scrambled eggs, 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 sous vide eggs, egg drop soup, hard boiled eggs. If you guys enjoy an eggless egg, you can get on just egg, a very expensive but delicious alternative if you like omelets or Southwest scrambles. Mm. And then honey on your toast, in your hands, like all over your eggs, in your hair, in your hair, on your in your face mask. Mm. I've been drinking it in my coffee because Oof. I'm out of Splenda. It's, it's so good. It's pretty good. Yeah. And that's it. That's how you do Ostara. It seems very like light, flowy, good vibes. I'm I'm releasing a lot of stuff into the darkness where I'm I'm moving into the light. I'm balanced. I'm recognizing myself, but also I am drunk and it is one in the afternoon. I am so excited. So yeah, so you're telling everyone to come to the Ostara ritual brunch drunk. Is what I'm hearing. I would really like that, honestly. Okay. It would make my job a lot easier because I will also be on that level. I'm going to be leading this event, which is like a big vulnerability. Everyone has red cheeks. (laughs) Everyone's going to look so cute. And we're going to all be glowing. Yes. All those eggies in our stomach. Any other? um, We had all of our Patreon questions were basically about what's the snack? What's the snack situation? How do we sell this to our friends? The snacks. The snacks. Dress code. Snacks. Something. The dress code is snacks. Come as your favorite snack. <laughs> it's like a drag challenge. Alicia I love that. is my favorite snack. So it's a big ass and big titties. We also had um, another question that was about the different kinds of goddesses that can be honored during Ostara. And um, we talked about Persephone. We talked about Eden. And we talked about Ostra. But um, there are a ton of different sort of dawn and spring goddesses, which seems like a really great opportunity for maybe like doing a larger episode that's just about spring goddesses. Ooh, so, um, love that. I just want to let you know that we didn't forget your question, that we loved it so much that we're actually going to turn it into maybe um, a Vault of the Obscure episode just for you. Boom. So moving into our next segment, which is... Which is in the news. Yay! First story of the day, and it might be about you. Boyfriend says girlfriend became a devout witch during lockdown, and she's driving him crazy. It is about you, isn't it? It's probably about you. What do you do when you have a problem but don't wish to talk to a professional? You post about it on Reddit. One Reddit boyfriend is complaining about his girlfriend's newfound obsession with witchcraft. It started as it did for all of us. A simple tarot deck, maybe a magical rock. The boyfriend wrote, at first, I didn't care because I thought it'd be a temporary thing. But I was very wrong. Oh. 
Now witchcraft has taken over the girlfriend's schedule, and thus his schedule as well. The boyfriend wrote, She gets up at three in the morning just to do rituals and spells or whatever it is witches do. My girlfriend burns so much incense that it gives me a headache and makes our house smell strange. I hate it. He also added that she is always trying to get him to drink herbal teas that taste terrible, which I personally quite agree with. Yeah, that's tough. The final straw was when the boyfriend came home from work in a sourpuss attitude and his girlfriend started spritzing him with some kind of liquid. Like how you spritz a cat when it's like clawing up your furniture. Oh, really? Like right in the face? That's so funny. Boyfriend snapped at her and called her crazy. And then girlfriend said that she refused to talk to him again until she received an apology. And now they're at an impasse. And they're stuck in an apartment. (laughs) In New York City, it's 600 square foot. And there's only one room. So boyfriend went to Reddit to try to find solutions. Tara, how do you think they should fix it? Because guess what? They probably have not fixed it yet. Okay, this is how I would fix it. I wouldn't. I would just live in hell. (laughs) For like at least another three years until like... Him or I either cheated on the other person and then we left. Oh, okay, great. Yeah, that tracks. That tracks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How would yeah. you fix it? Uh, it'd probably be really dramatic. Who's at fault? I mean, she sprayed him in the face. In the face. That's a biggie. Or even just spraying him in general. You kind of got to like, unless you're eight years old, if you get like super soaked by anything, that's the only time it could be like non-consensual. Because mm-hmm. they're children. She's an adult. And... Waking up at 3 sounds a little crazy to me. 3 a.m.? Yeah, 3 a.m. to do spells and shit. My goodness. Well, mm. well you're like, what? The moon and, you It know. is here, and, and she's on a schedule. It's powerful at that time. I, she cannot help that. So it sounds to me that, one, this girl does not have good boundaries mm-hmm. because she's not reading the room. But this boyfriend is not really opening himself up to um, be interested in the things that his girlfriend is interested in. I think that um, something that's been really helpful in my relationship is that at least my boyfriend humors me. That is nice. It's it's very nice. It's nice to be heard. I would say boyfriend, ditcher. You are not happy in your relationship. I don't think she will stop doing incense. And if incense is really giving you those headaches, baby boy, it might not work. Yeah, it's, it's like people are allowed to grow and, you know, sometimes they grow apart and that has to be okay. Yeah. If you want to save it, If you're, like, dedicated to saving it. You got to have a sit-down talk. Yeah. But if she's like, I refuse to talk to you until you apologize, I mean, he's not at fault there. He shouldn't actually apologize. He did nothing wrong. He's He's allowed to come home from work being slightly pissy. Yeah. You're allowed to be pissy. Yeah. I'm sorry, girlfriend. If you are the witch listening, look at your priorities, girl. We want to be on your side. We're trying really hard to be on your side. I am, yeah. Because we love your rock collection. Yeah. And we think you're cool. But boundaries. I think it's also, it's like just a, um, it seems a little bit like a desire to fix something. Like a like a desire to like fill some kind of hole, which is like this, um, I don't want to talk to you about your pissy feelings. I want to spray you with something. I don't want to actually like deal with our apartment or like whatever's going on. I'm just going to burn incense. Like it feels very much like I'm trying to feel like a sense of control because all of my other uh, coping mechanisms for control are not working in the pandemic that makes sense and we've only heard his side of the story yeah who knows if he actually got sprayed in the face because here's the deal people lie people lie especially to the internet especially men 
Especially, have you even, have you ever met a man who didn't lie to you? Oh. (laughs) Next up. (laughs) Next up. This Belgian town is apologizing for executing witches 400 years ago. Here we go on our apology train that is 2021. Our apology tour. Toot toot. (laughs) I'm glad you like that. In the late 16th century in Lier, Belgium, Kathleen van den Bloek was accused of witchcraft. After being tortured at the hands of authorities, Kathleen finally told her tormentors, because they were asking her for names, and she did not tell them names, but she finally agreed and was like, yeah, sure, whatever, I'm a witch, and yeah, sure, whatever, I had sex with the devil, please stop taking my fucking fingernails off my fucking hand. Yeah. In 1590, Kathleen was strangled and then burnt at the stake, which I feel is extra. Yeah, that's like a dead body. Yeah. Come on. You're going to burn her, but she's already dead. Like, Also, strangled is different than hanged, which means that someone like physically, physically did it. Yeah. Ugh. So rude. That takes a lot of anger. To, it takes a, It's hard. Not only is it hard, but it takes a long time. Yeah. Wow. According to the Visit Lear website, there is a large stone, literally called the Witch Stone, that is placed in Lear's Market Square. It marks the spot where Van den Bloek was killed. She was the last recorded woman executed for witchcraft in Lear. However, there were still many executions in that spot until 1818. Wait, now, last recorded, but then there were just a bunch of like unrecorded So this ones? was, she killed because we think she's a witch. But, I mean, even if we're not going after witches right now, we still got to kill criminals, right? <laughs> oh, oh. So. oh, just regular criminals. So less of a witch stone and more of like death rock, you know? Now the city of Lear is apologizing for their actions centuries ago, which I like it. An apology is still apology. Better centuries late than never. <laughs> <laughs> the city council put out a statement saying... Even though it has been a long time since someone was directly hurt by these trials, formal apologizes are certainly in order. This is a reminder of the danger in having a government that is guided by rumors and hysteria, but also that the courage of one person can make a difference. Kathleen refused to name other witches to save herself despite being tortured. Which is amazing. Powerful. Good for her. Like, wow. Yeah. Badass bitch shit. In honor of Kathleen's death, the city of Lear also plans to place a new stone in the market square that gives more context to the witchcraft executions that occurred there. Wonderful. Wonderful. History. Talking about it. And then our last story. Witchy St. Patrick's Day ideas. Okay. Okay. St. Patrick's Day is on Wednesday, March 17th. And if you need ideas on how to make it a witchy St. Patty's Day... We are here for you, baby. Hello. Welcome to... Alicia's here for you. I am so here for you. Welcome to my ideas. This is the inside of my brain. Are you ready? Oh, wear green. (laughs) (laughs) Fire. Fire. Amazing. Beautiful. (laughs) Love this. Love this. Symbolism. Luck. Money. New beginnings. Some other witch out there will fucking pinch you. And like a banishing spell by wearing green, you are saying... These are my boundaries, and you may not enter my bubble. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Along with that, make sure you put green food coloring in everything you eat that day. Coffee, green. Pop-tart, green. Quesadilla, green. Milk, green. Green eggs. Green fucking ham, baby. <laughs> we are in- Do you want to celebrate, or do you want to be a schmuck? I want to celebrate. There we go. Another idea. Find a four-leaf clover. You don't have any plans that day. I know you don't. 
And I know you need to move your body more because I told you earlier this episode, so go outside and look like a damn fool in your perfect neighbor's yard as you try to find the four-leaf clover first. Bragging he's rights. out there. He's out there. He's looking. He's also looking. That you got to get to it first. Quickly, run. Because there's only one. You need to start early. It's a genetic anomaly. <laughs> Another one, St. Patrick is credited with driving the snakes out of Ireland, which I did a little research on. Apparently back then, the thought was that the snakes were druids. Complicated, I know, because we don't want to celebrate that part of the holiday. So let's pretend that they are literal snakes, because that's what I thought they were until this week. Oh, I thought they were snakes. I thought there were no snakes in Ireland. I am learning Today that they are not snakes. So grab two pots and go outside, start hitting the pots together and going in your front yard to drive those snakes out of Ireland. They are running. They are not here. They should not have legs, (laughs) but they are slithering out. With their little um, papooses, like their little uh, (laughs) over their shoulder. Oh, the rucksacks? Yeah. (laughs) Like little 1930s hobos. Yeah. And our last thing. Since St. Patrick has a tricky history with druids and pagans, you will need to get drunk. Like pour one right out into your mouth to celebrate the death of St. Patrick and then continue drinking because it's hard to stop. And there's an Irish boy or girl out there that you really enjoy hanging out with. Happy St. Patrick's Day from which yes to you. What's a, um, who's your favorite Irishman or woman or person? I don't know any. I can't think of one I know. I'm sure we know a Mick or an O'Reilly situation. Oh, oh, oh. I think we just don't hang out with those people. Who do you hang out with who's Irish? I bet the witch, baby witches might know some Irish fella or fella. I bet, girl. you know what, actually, that the baby witches are our favorite Irish I love that. Humans. Lads and lasses. Yes. Love it. Or Lassie, the dog. Also great. Beautiful border collie. Was it a border collie? Oh, Lassie is called a rough collie. A rough collie. But it is a collie. But it is a collie, which is important. What's the difference? Looks like rough collies are brown and border collies are black. And border collies look short hair and rough collies oh. look long hair. Yeah, they have like a uh, little mane. A little, uh, the opposite of a bouffant. It's like a bouffant, but it is on your neck and chest. Uh, a goatee. <laughs> it is like a very big beard. Yes, indeed. Okay, we are now moving into our final segment. We have our jazz hands up. Hey there, witches. I felt like I got creepier. Hey there, witches. Coming at you live from my office. (laughs) You are expecting an enchantment. Yes. I have a fun surprise. We are enchanting a hairbrush today. Oh, amazing. We're enchanting a hairbrush. This spell is by Moon Gazing Being. Um, I sort of switched it up a little bit, but not too much. So what you're going to need? A hairbrush. I have a question. Yes. If I happen to be a mermaid and use a fork instead, can I enchant this fork? Of course. Okay, great. Some this people also don't have hair, so maybe your hands could be the hair. I don't really know. That's fair. A hairbrush and some moon water. That's it. Ooh, easy. You are just leaving your cup of water from last night on the windowsill overnight. That's magic now. Yes. What you're going to do, cleanse and ground you and your hairbrush. Always. You're going to gather your supplies. If you haven't been doing that at the beginning of all the spells we've been telling you, you do need to collect these items. Hairbrush, 
moon water. You're going to hold your hairbrush in your hand. You're going to meditate on your intent. I want you to come up with three things that you're going to emit with your powerful and beautifully brushed hair. Examples, confidence, beauty, power, magnetism, intelligence. You're going to begin to bless the hairbrush with the moon water. Blessing is just a fancy way of sprinkling it on. Just drizzling it. Drizzling it. Pinch it, sprinkle. You're going to say out loud with powerful intention the three things that you have chosen. It doesn't have to be these things. I am powerful. I am magnetic. I am fucking banging. Love it. And then you're going to brush your hair. And that's it. And you're going to repeat that glamour with every new moon cycle. So easy. Done. I love this. You did it. And it makes me brush my hair. Which if you can get me to brush my hair, pretty powerful. Mm-hmm. I don't brush it all the time because I got like slight waves. And when I do brush it, it gets like kind of I agree. Like, it gets frizzy. It gets it weird. Does. It yeah. gets frizzy. Especially like here and then at the bottom. Yep. And then the waves kind of like disappear to this mass of like dry. Yeah. It's like linty. And I'm like, where did you come from? Are right, you got anything else? Is that it? I think that was our episode, baby. We did it. We did it. We would like to thank Marcel Perez, our producer, Mallory Porter, our creative director, and Kevin McLeod for the music that we use in the intro and outro each week. Thank you, Kevin. If you want to find Alicia, Alicia, where are they going to find you? You can find me on Instagram at Alicia period herder. My name, it's easy. Oh, my God. Very Googleable. Super Googleable. Where can I find you? If you want to find me. Mm Mm-hmm. If you're on the lookout, if you're searching, if you're seeking, um, you can find me on Instagram at her lovely face. That's my art Instagram. Um, you can also find me at underscore little moss, um, and that's my finsta. So basically, I just check to see if you're following Witch Yes or Alicia or any anybody else, um, and then you get to come into the castle. Love it. We're on Instagram at Witch Yes. Share an episode in your stories. Tag us, and we'll feature you on our stories. We also have all of those good, good Ostara. Spells and fun times coming at you through the Instagram. So you'll definitely want to be on the lookout for that. And if you don't like Instagram, we're also on Facebook at which yes, the Facebook coven. And if you hate all social media, which fair, you can always contact us via email at which yes, podcast at gmail.com. And if you hate that, send a raven. Whisper into the into the ocean's ear. Tell a green man and they'll. <laughs> Just keep whispering the secret to each other until mm-hmm. it reaches us. It's like 101 Dalmatians where they're just yelling, puppies, stolen puppies. And then it's another That was a beautiful dog. scene. Yes. I love that. The power of community. <laughs> so good. That's honestly, that's the only way I want to be communicated with. A bark, bark. Um, we have a really wonderful Patreon. Lovely. Um, Exquisite. Extensive. Fantastic community. $5 patron witches and above are getting two extra episodes a month, which makes this a weekly podcast. Ooh, mama. They get topics that we don't cover anywhere else. We also um, do deep dives on stuff that we've talked about before. $10 and above are getting access to our close friends list. Um, and we often just like communicate with them more. So it's like we ask them questions. And then, of course, patrons are able to ask us Patreon questions. So we let them know ahead of time what we're covering and then we say, what do you guys want to know about? This one was very brunch related. The last one was very, I don't actually remember because I do blackout during these recordings. <laughs> Shadow work. It was spooky. Oh, yeah. That's it was right. Very, they very were like, spooky. should we be afraid? And we were like, maybe. I, yeah, it depends. 
Yes, our last episode on Patreon was about the magical uses of salt, which was very interesting and informative. And our next one will be about leprechauns, which is crazy. Wait, and uh, you got any, uh, any oh, sneak peeks? There's some famous leprechauns on there, and they are famous. I'm just saying. And then just a reminder that on um, Saturday, March 20th at 3 p.m. Eastern, we are holding our O-Star ritual on Discord. And um, you can find the ingredients for that spell up top. You don't have to do the spell. You can just come, and then we will do work with your intentions regardless. It's going to be groovy, baby. It's going to be very groovy. It'll be so much fun. And this has been Witch Yes. I black out. I never remember. Really? Until I listen to it. And then I'm like, oh, fuck, we're funny. Sometimes I'm just like, I don't know. That's true. I black out at the beginning, but I think that I read through the research so many times, like imagining us saying it, that that's the part where I'm very present. In your heart. It lives inside my heart. Um, Taking up space rent free when it really should be paying. Because <laughs> there are a lot of other things I should know. Like, what is economics? What is economics? What are, what are bills? What are bills? And who you know, is Bill? Who is Bill? And why is he on Capitol Hill? Why, why hasn't he matter? been removed? Get him out! It's like, it's, so it's, yeah, it's living in my heart rent-free, um, and it's gentrified the neighborhood where actually blood should really be right now. <laughs> there was a chunk of my brain, but it's like gone. Yeah. That's, you know, it's a the cupcake. rent-free, that's the drugs, whatever was supposed to be there, no longer there. Aww. It's okay. My head's not weird, though. So It's perfectly shaped. That's what matters.